0: The Drive at Five, the stories driving today's headlines. Brought to you by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes, demand the yellow van on 100.1 FM and AM 1020. KDKA. It is go time. Hurry up and wait. Hopefully there's not a lot of traffic out there, so you don't have to do that on the way home. And you don't have to wait anymore for the news, because this is the Drive at Five. On the 20th day of April, the second suspect wanted in connection with dumping a body in Scott Township in an alley has been arrested. Bradley Smith of Arnold was found at a residence on 6th Street in New Kensington, taken into custody this morning. According to the Allegheny County Sheriff's Office, charged with abuse of a corpse conspiracy for his alleged role in dumping the body of LeVar Carroll, 43. Carol's body was found on Booth Way and Scott May 8th, 2022. A 52 year old suspect, Abdullah Fahim, was found Tuesday in an Ohio prison where he was serving time on a parole violation. He faces the same charges. Smith arraigned Thursday, being held at the Allegheny County Jail without bond. Sheriff's office said Smith also had an active warrant for violating state parole on a voluntary manslaughter conviction in a shooting in Pittsburgh in 2011. Doug Mastriano, poised to announce whether he's going to run for Senate in 24. The far-right Republican state senator teased the coming announcement as he appeared in a video on Facebook saying he and his wife made their decision weeks ago, but wouldn't say when they're going to reveal that decision. We already know that U.S. Senator Bob Casey announced his re-election campaign. He is the first Pennsylvania Democrat to win three consecutive terms in the Senate. Mastriano, remember, lost last year as he ran for governor against now-governor Josh Shapiro. Shapiro beat him by nearly 15 points. Whatever, I really don't care about the opinion of those Republicans in name only, is what Mastriano said. They cannot win a primary or the general election without their base, and we are that base. Again, no timetable announced by Mastriano as to an announcement whether he will or will not run. The vacant warehouse behind Bakery Square could usher in the next wave of development in Larimer as Indianapolis based TWG Development is proposing to build a 220 unit apartment complex in that two acre site that's at Hamilton Avenue in Liberty. It's been used for the past for industrial purposes. The East End building, which borders East Liberty Boulevard and Frankstown Avenue, represents the second big residential project in the city by TWG and could serve as a catalyst for more development. On that side of Bakery Square. As for the project itself, they expect to go before the city's Zoning Board of Adjustments May 11th. Seek three special exceptions needed to move the project toward construction. One would be to build a multi unit residential development in an area that's zoned urban, excuse me, industrial. Another needed to build five stories in a district where the limit is four, and that is despite the fact that the building falls within the maximum allowable height of 60 feet fourth suspect has been arrested in connection with the shooting that happened at a Sweet 16 party in Alabama. Fourth man arrested today in connection with that event in Alabama. Johnny Latron Brown, 20-year-old resident of Tuskegee, was charged with four counts of reckless murder, according to a statement by the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency. Now, Tyreek McCullough, 17, his brother Travis McCullough, 16, who also live in Tuskegee, were arrested Tuesday night. Wilson Lamar Hill, a 20-year-old of Auburn, Alabama, taken into custody Wednesday. Not immediately clear if Brown had hired or been appointed an attorney. The deadly gunfire led to 32 people being injured, including to uh, four people, rather, who were killed. It erupted 10.34 p.m. Saturday at a dance studio in Dadeville, Alabama, where friends and family were celebrating the birthday of a 16-year-old young lady. Democrats have advanced seven Biden judicial nominees and they got support from an unlikely source, Republicans. As the state, uh, excuse me, the Senate Democrats advanced seven of President Joe Biden's judicial nominees through committee with Republicans voting for them, shelving others that lack bipartisan backing with Dianne Feinstein absent. The move by the Senate Judiciary Chair Dick Durbin of Illinois marks a change in course after he had repeatedly delayed the meeting since early March to advance a package of judges lacking a decisive vote of Dianne Feinstein of California, who is indefinitely out on medical leave. Now, the panel voted to advance not only Monica uh, Aldamani, but also Wesley Hugh to be district court judges in California. Jeffrey Cummings and LaShonda Hunt will be district court judges in Illinois. Uh, They also are advancing district court judges, two in New Jersey and one in New York. The Democrats unanimously voted for them. Varying degrees of Republican support, but most notably, they did get support from Senator Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, who is the ranking member in that committee. Support for Biden's labor secretary, however, is not quite so strong as President Joe Biden's nomination of Julie Sue for that position appears to be in jeopardy as she gets set to testify at her Senate confirmation hearing Thursday. Some Democrats in the fence about supporting her in the narrowly split chamber. Sue is the acting labor secretary nominated by Biden to take over for Marty Walsh. Walsh stepped down this year to lead the National Hockey League Players Association. As for Sue, not only will she face opposition from many Republicans, but possibly from some senators who caucus with Democrats when the nomination makes its way to the Senate floor. Progressives, by and large, support Sue. However, it's the more moderate ones who have expressed skepticism about the nomination. That includes Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat from West Virginia, according to NBC News. John Tester, Democrat in Montana, Mark Kelly, Democrat, Arizona, and Sinema from Arizona, who is an independent. They were undecided when asked whether they will back sue, despite the fact they did support her confirmation to the deputy post in 2021. She was narrowly confirmed that year to be deputy labor secretary by just three votes in the Senate. And in an email, Buzz News. Or BuzzFeed News, as it's officially known, is shutting down. The email that was sent out from the BuzzFeed Incorporated CEO and co-founder Jonah Peretti said the move was part of a 15% workforce reduction across a number of teams. He said, while layoffs are occurring across nearly every division, we've determined... That the company can no longer continue to fund BuzzFeed News as a standalone organization. So this made me slow to accept the big platforms would not provide the distribution or financial support required to support premium free journalism, purpose built for social media. He added that he had failed to hold the company to higher standards for profitability, which would have given it a buffer during some of the turndowns. Buzzfeed will have a lone news brand HuffPost which BuzzFeed acquired in 2020. He says it is profitable and is loyal, direct front-page audience, so he thinks that it can be sustainable at this point. And that is today's Drive at 5. Those are the stories driving headlines on this, the 20th day of April. It's now 5.15. The Drive at 5. The storys driving today's headlines brought to you by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes, demand the yellow van on 100.1 FM and AM1020 KDKA.